This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, band meeting. Brett. Yes. Jermaine. Also yes. Murray, present. Course. Right. Oh, yes. Item one. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! Now, I can't really say the name of the band, but you can imagine. Think of your chest and then this is column T Twister. That's the name of the band. T Twister. But what's on your chest? What do you call that up there? We are talking serious shenanigans here, right? Like drugs, alcohol, saying bad stuff, wrongful sex acts, tattoos, piercings below the waist area. Real bad stuff that we got to avoid. Now, how do we do it? Right here. We listen. We listen to folks who have learned some hard lessons. Come on out, guys. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Oh, here's a gathering I want no part of. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Hey, spoiler alert. And now. The other thing about me is like... I give zero f**ks about anything, yet I have a strong opinion about everything, even topics I'm not informed on. Our feature presentation. That is also how I live my life, in fact. Welcome, kids, to yet another all-new Kevin and Bean show. This time it's a Friday, and it's the 29th of June. Ladies. Hi, Bean. Chip, a little excitement on the road in this morning, huh? Yeah, super fun. And the last five minutes of my drive turned into 35, which is great. Where's the fire? It was, um, I was on the five right before the Crenshaw exit. Hmm. Yeah. Could you tell what was on fire? No, I, all I saw were cars uh, just smashed up. I didn't see anything on fire. I saw a, uh, I saw a map on the news the other night, and uh, they were showing the wildfires that are out of control in the West right now. And there are about, I don't know, 20 of them? Mm-hmm. And, and I know that that's the case every uh, every summer, but it's uh, it's shocking that it, it happens as frequently as it does. Yeah. Or is, or is it not? Um, I mean, it's it's every year, so it should get less shocking. Yeah, but but I just, it's good that it still concerns you. It does concern me a lot because I'm trying to figure out, like that fire this morning, how did it start? And a lot of times I feel like we never find out how those fires start. We just accept that they, this is that time of year and there they are, you know? It, I mean, it's uh, it's not lightning, right? That's not That hasn't been in the weather. What do you think happened? I don't know what fire you're talking about. The one that uh, Chip saw this no, morning. No, I wasn't in a car. That it was, was a car crash. crash. Yeah. Oh, it was. I thought yeah. it was a hill. Yeah. I thought it was a hillside. I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, I thought it was a hillside because a lot of times you see those around. You know, you driving down the road, you see a hillside on fire. All right, so it was a car crash. All right, mission solved. Mystery solved then. 
feel so much better about this now. Uh, being the uh, mystery was only on your end. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> but it's solved still indeed. Mystery. Still a mystery. Solved indeed. Yeah. Okay. Case closed. Can we go home? I've, yes. Sweet. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Right. Bye. <laughs> All right. Um, everybody okay? Everyone's good. We're good. Okay. I um, have been hearing this story leading up to this weekend about how it's the best time in the history of legal pot sales in California, albeit it's only been a few months for uh, the uh, recreational marijuana. But they're doing a big clearance sale at a lot of the, the pot shops this weekend. Okay. They um, they relaxed some of the standards when they allowed marijuana to go on sale recreationally back on January 1st. Mm-hmm. And now they have created more stringent rules about testing for things like pesticides and uh, mold Things like that. So all of the pot that has been on your shelves for the last six months that doesn't meet the new standards that go into effect on Sunday have to go. Oh, wow. So deep discounts going on on pot shops all over California. Bargain basement bud is what they're calling it. (laughs) But you got to act fast because, again, they're not legally allowed to sell it after Sunday. So places are, you know, just like they do when Toys R Us is going out of sale. You know, it's uh, 20% off a couple of weeks ago, and then it's 40% off, and then it's 60% off. And, you know, if you go in on Saturday night, they're practically going to be giving it away just because if if they don't sell it, they have to... They have to burn it or turn what? it, you know, turn it over and destroy it. I but think if, Muggs just left. He's I just heard him peel out of <laughs> the parking lot. What if they just have Joffrey from Toys R Us just standing <laughs> in the front, just doling out weed? I mean, oh. that can make the best of a bad situation. Tell me, you saw the photo of I Joffrey. I don't want to talk about it, Bean. It's all dressed up, devastating. His, his little jacket, his pants, holding a suitcase in an empty Toys R Us store with nothing but bare shelves oh, behind him. Nothing behind him. I know his face doesn't change, but I saw sadness. I saw sadness too. It's gone, you guys. Doors are closed. I mean, I would be sadder if I had been in a Toys R Us in the last 30 years. Yeah, you did mention that. So that kind of... Uh, I know for some for some people, it's a super fun place to go. Absolutely. A uh, licensed cultivator in uh, Los Angeles says you can smell it. There's a certain desperation from stores that have too much inventory and they have to dump it. One uh, shop called Firehouse along an L.A. freeway has a, uh, you know, started off at 50% off with a summer blowout sale advertised on a popular marijuana app and texted and emailed to regular customers. Patrons leaving the brick storefront on a recent day were happy to double their value, but were unaware of the reason behind the bargains. This is my favorite quote in the whole article. I smoked pot for 40 years, and it was never tested. I just bought it from dealers on the street. Sometimes it would smell like gasoline. Sometimes it would smell like perfume. But I've never been worried about it. There you go. (laughs) That's fine. So I think ultimately people will be happier to know that there's going to be less pesticide and weed Mm -hmm. in their marijuana. But the good news is, you know, like uh, like you said, somebody like Muggs, I mean, he needs to spend all day today and all day tomorrow just driving around from shop to shop and just stocking up. Right. Right. Big fire sale. But now that there is, you know, testing and all that, does that jack up the prices? 
Um, that's a great question it's because that has been the primary complaint from people who have been buying their weed legally is that mm-hmm. it's, you know, in most cases more expensive than what they were getting down the corner. Yeah, because I say lace it with whatever if it keeps my prices <laughs> down. It keeps the price down. Right? <laughs> I think that's a healthy attitude. Thank you. All right, let's talk about today's all-new Kevin Beach, shall we? I think that's the most ridiculous question I've ever heard. I don't think it is because we got a big show today, including yesterday being Jersey. That means Omar's got a another episode of the Jersey Shore recap for us on the program today. And the show has to be getting near the end. Has to be. You'd think. It's been on for two years. It feels like right. it. Right. Also, Beer Mug once again uh, displayed his talents on the red carpet. Uh, this time, Ant-Man and the Wasp. He got... Uh, Interviews with all the stars, and by all the stars, I mean none of the stars. Oh, no. (laughs) But hearing mugs out there just try to make something out of it, God bless him. He doesn't give up. He doesn't just fold up his tent and go home. He's out there working hard to bring us entertainment. I had no idea he was sleeping out there. (laughs) He succeeded. Also, uh, the B team did an episode uh, this week, as uh, as they often do, and they covered one of the most notorious interviews on the Kevin and Bean show. We had Ad-Rock from the Beastie Boys on. Yep, yep. And I, and I haven't heard it since the, the day it happened, but apparently it was magic. Yeah, you and Kevin tried to forget that. For me, it was it was the highlight of one of my first interviews here. Yeah, it was really? my, one of my top five Kevin and Bean moments. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it we was, were enjoying it. Chip and I were dying laughing because the two of you couldn't be more annoyed with him and it was bringing me joy. And we tried not to laugh. You can hear it on the air and stuff. We're trying to hold it in, and it was uh, so much joy. So, so he was just goofing on us, I guess. He was, he was doing what the Beastie Boys do in every single interview, making it difficult for you and lying about everything. Okay. Well, I think uh, that's going to be painful to relive then. That's yes. coming up on the program today. Also, a uh, friend of the show, Bob Saget, stops by. He's got some dates coming up in Irvine and Oxnard. We'll catch up with Bob in the 8 o'clock hour. And I don't want to give it away because I'm worried about too too many people standing outside the radio station. You know, we have security concerns, but Mm -hmm. a superstar musician Uh on the program today at 8.05 unveiling a brand new song, a K-Rock world premiere just after 8 with the artist. You don't want to give any hints? I I don't want to give any hints. Okay. But you'll, there's, you're going to look at your life from now on as before you heard this song mm-hmm. and after you heard this song. Wow. So that's today. That's coming up. Plus, it's Friday. No, nope. Friday. That means keep it 100 on the program today. Plus, mm-hmm. Allie's got what's happening next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, time for a first look at what's happening. I feel like we're back at the Mega Millions lottery updates. Oh, really? Is it that big? Well, tonight's drawing is valued at $232 million. So that's yeah. a, what, really $139 million cash value? No? I mean, I'll take it. Right. But it's not enough to get me out of the house to go buy a ticket. Okay. Got it. What What did we decide? 200 Three. Up? 300. 300. 300, yeah. <laughs> 300 gets my attention. A three, and that's 300 take-home or 300? No, no, 300. Okay. Yeah, 300 uh, uh, advertised, yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, sounds good. Hey, remember when we were talking about the roast of Bruce Willis? Mm-hmm. We found out that Joseph Gordon-Levitt will be the roast master of the show. It's going to be taped in Hollywood in a couple weeks, and then it's going to air on July 29th on Comedy Central. Well, they have now listed some of the roasters for the evening. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. We've got Edward Norton. He is funny. 
<laughs> that is an interesting choice, but they were in a movie together, I want to say. Yes. Uh, Sybil Shepard, of course, Moonlighting, Moonlighting with Forever, right. also hysterical. Mm-hmm. Kevin Pollack, Dom Herrera. All right, now, at least those are comedians. These are comedians. They're funny. Nikki right. Glazer, very Hilarious. funny. Lil Rel Howery. Well, he's hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, can't wait. And of course, Jeff Ross will be part of the panel, and more to be added as well. Put Kevin Smith on the panel. I don't. I don't think they want to do that for the safety of I'm everyone sorry. there. I'm sorry. You know, Kevin Smith has the best Bruce Willis stories, though. Remember, he directed him true. in that movie, and every minute of it was miserable for both of them. Good times. That's yeah. what you want, really, in a ideal dream maker, filmmaker situation. Right. You just want every day when you wake up to hate the cast. Yes. <laughs> you want that. I've read that. Um, this is amazing, you guys. In case we couldn't love Brendan Yuri anymore, which feels impossible, mm-hmm. I found a little bit more room in my heart for him when I saw this tweet from Panic at the Disco. All of you show me strength, courage, and motivation. And as a result, it felt important to create something to show you that I see the wonderful things that you're all doing out in the world. With that being said, I want to join in on the fight for those who cannot fight for themselves. And then the next tweet was the announcement of Brendan Urie launching a human rights organization called Highest Hopes Foundation. He said Thursday that the nonprofit will support, quote, communities subject to discrimination or abuse on the basis of gender, race, religion, sex sexual orientation, and gender identity. And then he hopes to allocate some ticket money from his U.S. states from the Pray for the Wicked tour to Highest Hopes. He's uh, the greatest ever. He's a good egg. Uh, like 2020, right? Well, uh, He's done Broadway, nailed that. This <laughs> album, nailed that. What's right? left, right? Why couldn't he be president Why based on those qualifications? couldn't he? So, yeah, killer album and nailed Broadway and kinky boots. Sure. I mean, people have been president for less. True. Who's with me? Some birthdays for you. We have got actor Gary Busey, SNL's Colin Jost, John Feldman. We know Miss Feldy. What a good guy, right? He is indeed. Singer Colin Hay and singer Nicole Scherzinger. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock. Hey, Omar. Good morning. How are you guys? Got a uh, press release for you I think mm. you'll enjoy. All right. MTV today announced that the second season of Jersey Shore Family Vacation will return in August. Sweet! Cable's oh. number one series in 1849. Oh, wow. Cable's number oh, one series, wow. 18 to 49, brings the housemates oh. back to where it all began, <laughs> New Jersey, and takes them on a vacation to Las Vegas for more fist pumping and grand antics. I love it because I was really sad yesterday because yesterday was the season finale. Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, it was it was a lot of laughter, a lot of sad, a lot of cry last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of them getting drunk. Yeah. A lot of them getting in a fight. And a lot of them getting drunk. And a lot of them getting in a fight. Mm. And, oh, they're uh, trying something new this year, are they? Exactly. <laughs> and the episode opens up with everybody sitting around the table. They're having dinner and kind of, uh, you know, explaining what they took away from the experience. And this is Vinny. Vincent? Well, for me... You cheated. <laughs> <laughs> What can I say? I cheated. So, anyways, 
So these human garbage people oh, are celebrating wow. the fact that Vinny cheated. Oh, wow. Is that something to be <laughs> joyful about? Because the whole thing was him, oh, I just did this, I'm admitting this to you. Yes. And saying he never did cheat. So right. that's the big reveal? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's got to feel good watching that. Right. Yeah. What a dick. Ugh. Omar, you pointed out as uh, you prepared to go on the air here mm-hmm. that- you're the same age as the Jersey These people kids, right? are my age, and they haven't matured a bit. And these yeah. people have kids, and you would think that you would live and learn. Not grow up these a people. Bit. Right, yeah. grow up a little bit. But I wonder, Allie, what do you think about this? Does MTV, I mean, obviously they reward them for mm-hmm. being for behaving like this. Sure. So there's a lot of incentive to kind of stay in that bubble, right? Absolutely. They're going to be putting on their best, and by best, worst. Otherwise... <laughs> MTV wouldn't have the show on. Yeah, yeah, but I think these are the type of people that only need to be nudged a little. You know yeah, what I mean? Could be and, right. And they're just douchebag people. Um, so last episode, the situation said that Ronnie might need to go to rehab. And here is Ronnie at the dinner table uh, reacting to that. First of all, I'm having a kid in like six weeks. Come on, I like to drink. I like to party. I didn't make it my life. You made it your life. You let it affect your whole life. You let it destroy your life. So don't say there's an I rehab. Ronnie Who rehab. said you needed rehab? You did. You when? did. When? Yeah, he did say that he needed yeah. rehab. Well, it was on TV. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And by the way, the situation's right. He does need rehab because he says in the tape he's having a kid in six months. Six months. You should not be drinking and partying. You should be preparing for the child, you dumbass. Right? <sighs> yes. Okay. These people are, are awful. Spectacular. Uh, so <laughs> You're going to lose this battle. You know, Omar. I don't yeah. want you to get your hopes up that, that somehow your words are going to filter down to them. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, and here's a situation a situation explaining his side. Did you not call me yes. two weeks yes. before we came in yes. and said you yes. needed rehab? Yes. No, I said I needed help. Are you kidding me? I said me? I needed help and the baby coming my way. You said you were going to rehab when you no. leave here. I said when I leave here, I'm going to You said you're going rehab. to rehab. My rehab is different than your rehab. My rehab, rehab is rehab. rehab. <laughs> what do you know? My wow. rehab is different from your rehab. That, I think, is a sign that you need rehab. A little bit. <laughs> right? A little bit. A little, yeah. bit, a little mm-hmm. bit. A little bit. I think uh, they need a break from each other is what they need. Absolutely. And yesterday, uh, what the, the most joyful part of watching MTV yesterday was this. Boopity scoop. scoop dee dee whoop MTV is using that for one of their promos. Oh, oh really? no! Well, that <laughs> sums it all up. I right guess there. the MTV uh, Music Awards are coming up soon, uh-huh. and they use that. So that that made me laugh. Uh, here's Ronnie. He had to take a little break. He's outside. Here he is talking to Jay Wow about the situation with the situation. I went to him in, in confidence. That's like me yeah. calling a sponsor almost. You're in the situation. You're still a little bitch. Damn, confidence, little bitch. That's mad trash talking right there from Ron Dog. And here's the situation telling his side of the story, and here he is talking to Dina and Snooky. I'm coming from a point of love. You know, right now, you're coming at me. I'm only trying to help, brother. I'm giving my opinion that I think that he needs to maybe get a little help. Don't judge him. I'm, what is he's what going I, through? He's going through. What do you mean? I'm I'm not judging him. Well, like just like telling him, like he knows what he has to do. Uh huh. No, he does not <laughs> at all. So the situation is the only guy who's trying to help Ronnie. Oh. And when he said that Ronnie needed rehab, he was supposedly amongst friends. Mm-hmm. So he just wanted to start the dialogue, which you should. 
Right. Among, if you are truly his friend, yeah. you're going to point that guy in the right direction mm-hmm. and you're going to try to stop him from self-destructing. Right. So the mm-hmm. situation is the only one who has a level mind here, yeah. which is crazy because he's it, the situation. It's nuts. Right. right? It's nuts. You don't go to him for decency. You don't. So they kiss and they make up and everything's fine. And DJ Polly D gets a call that he's DJing at the strip club. So that strip club got more action from these castmates than ever. Absolutely. So DJ Polly D goes, does this big sound check. I don't know why, but here he is explaining why he does his sound checks. I mean, I'm not just showing up and just plugging in. This is my passion here. I'm not leaving it until everything's flawless. Oh, good. Uh, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. You are just showing up and plugging yeah. in. That's exactly what <laughs> you're doing. Don't try to fake that funk. Right. Okay. I saw him DJing at the MTV Movie Awards, uh-huh. and you know you can't tell that much on TV, but it seemed like people were really digging what he was doing. Yeah, but everything was like pre-programmed. It's like night. He's he's just standing up there, yeah. fist pumping, and okay. he was really just talking on the mic. He's he's falling some hard times because now he's just a strip club DJ, right. which I love. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's super funny. Uh, So in this next clip, it's going to be very, very hard to tell. But at the strip club, Snooki has never partaken in a lap dance. And she feels like she's going to go for it this time. Mm -hmm. And at the very beginning of this clip, she says, I want an ass on my face. Check this clip out. There's tons of hot strippers in here. And, you know, I'm curious. I want to know what goes down. Wow, this is actually nice. So she gets a lap dance, doesn't want to doesn't want to leave the strip club, and here's Snooki in the afterglow of the strippers. Jenny, now I know how you feel. Those girls are sexist. Now you know. Am I a lesbian? Yes, you're a lesbian yes. now, Snooki, uh-huh. because you got a lap dance yep. from a stripper. That's, that's, how, that's how you know you're gay. <laughs> you went to one strip club one time and didn't hate it. You're gay. Wow. All right, so everybody now is at the it's at the end of the episode. Everybody's saying bye, and here's Ronnie talking about his future. I don't know what's going to happen in the next couple months, and that's a scary feeling. I'm going to have a, like a little Ronnie running around with her little crazy legs, crying and screaming. I'm going to give it my all. And we'll be good. I know we will. Nope, you won't. Yeah, we know what happens, Ronnie. And <laughs> it ain't good. Just a couple of weeks ago, that girl Jen dragged you with her car. Oh, yeah. She was arrested for domestic violence. Good times in that relationship. No. I feel so bad for that baby. Oh. And uh, here is Snooki's closing words of the episode. Honestly, I don't remember much from this vacation, but that's how it should be. That's when you know you had a great vacation. I wish I could remember, forget the entire season, to be honest with you. (laughs) But you know what? I'm going to get a couple of weeks off, and I'll Mm -hmm. see you guys in August, right? All right. Sounds great. Thanks, though. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. By the way, um, I apologize to all the people who wrote in. We did not have time to call down to Adelaide River in Australia yesterday to check on Pippa. I think uh, next hour we'll call and check in and see how she's doing. Oh, thank God. I have a good feeling about her. Me too. Because <laughs> uh, so far Casey's been winning this battle, but I, Casey the Crocodile, but I think, Pippa, I think Pippa's got a shot. So we'll make that call next hour. First, though, DJ Omar Khan. Hey, how are you? How many episodes are you and Beer Mug and uh, Dave in on the B-Team podcast now? 42. We're going to upload 42 later today. That's wow. unbelievable. Now, this is yeah. the show about the show for folks who don't know. They mm-hmm. go back and revisit things that have happened in the history of the Kevin B. Show, sometimes going all the way back to the very beginning, and also answer questions and talk about things behind the scenes that are going on the show now. If you like this show, you'll probably like the B-Team podcast. You brought up 
an incident recently on the B team that I had kind of forgotten about, <laughs> and yeah. everybody is so excited that we're going to revisit this now. Yeah, we got an email uh, wanting to hear the infamous Ad Rock interview. Mm-hmm. It happened in 2015. We were talking about a movie that he was in called While We Were Young, and this is probably I don't know, probably the sixth or seventh time you guys had you know the Beastie Boys on, mm-hmm. and every single time. You guys have them on. They do a nonsense interview, but they're the Beastie Boys. Right. So, so you have to have them you on. You have to have them on, right? <laughs> so I think this is Allie's first time yes. with with the Beastie Boys, Indeed. right? Indeed, yes. So you guys, you know, I mean, God bless you guys. Because you guys try your best to do a real interview. And you can hear on the tape. And, and the clip's a little longer than... than you know, we usually play on the show, and by by you have to listen to episode forty of the B team to get the full effect because we okay. only have you know about three minutes of the interview here. Okay, okay. Um, but you guys do your best, and here's Bean's first question to Ad Rock. You're a big time movie actor. I mean, you are going toe to toe with Naomi Watts, Ben Stiller, Adam Driver. This is a, this is kind of a big deal being in this film, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, it it, it it was. How uh, how did it come about? It, you know, in the scheme of things of the world, it's not that big of a deal, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that sets the tone <laughs> for the entire. By the way, listen to Ali snorting that it's it's laughing. us and not her. <laughs> by the way, you have to. You, I, I can't stress enough. You have to go listen to the B Team podcast because you can hear Ali. Through Allie's the only person that's having fun throughout the entire interview. You hear her going, and Kevin and Bean are having they none of it. They were so pissed, yeah, yeah. and I was dying. Absolutely, and you could hear it on the full episode. You gotta, you gotta go download that um, B Team episode. And um, let me tell you, by the way, oh, before you move on, yeah. I'm already quaking mm-hmm. uh, knowing what's coming because even that first clip you play. And let me tell you, we do a lot of interviews on this show, and you can usually tell in the first 15 seconds how it's gonna go. That long pause <laughs> yep. after the yeah. first question, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, and felt, then it got worse. It felt similar to an interview this week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did, in fact. Uh, here's Bean's second question. This film is getting great reviews. It's called While We're Young. It's in theaters now. And I guess it's just it, it's something that will re- will be relatable to anybody who's ever realized, not even that they're the I'm the get-off-your-lawn guy, but just that, wow, there are other adults who are coming up who are younger than different than I am, and I don't know how to feel about it. It's kind of a, a movie that I think is relatable to all ages, don't you think, Adam? I couldn't, I didn't hear what you were saying because I was talking, <laughs> so I don't know what just happened. All right. Just agree with me. This is going well, mm-hmm. I feel. That, that is a very poignant and astute statement you just made. <laughs> um, in the film, Ben Stiller and Naomi... I never thought of it that way. Okay, see, there we go. We're on the same page. So he's clearly oh, no. not talking, and uh, then he starts talking. Right. Which is brilliant, by the way. So he's clearly just clowning you guys. He's just doing it on purpose. 100%. Like, he's like having the time of his life in his head. Kevin and Bean are not. I hate this so much. Right? Um, so this next clip is, is, is it's, it's one minute clip. It's really long, but it's 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 awesome. Ad Rock says that he wants to be on The Walking Dead. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes. Yes. And this is probably the highlight of this interview. I, do you... I want to be like the, the guy from New York that shows up. <laughs> you know okay. I mean? Like, hey, I brought bagels. 
<laughs> and then boom, down. Then you get killed. <laughs> we'll take your bagels, but you're gone, sir. <laughs> yeah. That's I like it. Adam is uh, is. Do you have the acting uh, bug? Is this something you'd like to do a lot more of in the future? Well, I just announced publicly that I want to be cast on The Walking Dead. On The Dead. Walking Dead. All right. Yeah, I heard that. Heard That's that. a role I want. Okay. Okay. All right. I'd like He's to in play, it to win it. I want to play, like, the old hacker guy in a movie where, like, the kids are like, whoa, he's the original hacker. And then I want to just get yelled at by somebody. Well, that's a dream. Prefer- okay. Preferably Jack Bauer. That would be, like, fantastic. All right. Well, and then maybe he, like, he breaks the laptop over my head, and then that's it. You I'm can, writing my um, own team. So you're right. You're right. Doing no. good? <laughs> I don't know well, how look. you can tell over the phone, but yeah, you're you tired? You, you, you okay? You don't look so good. Oh, isn't that awesome? <laughs> what is happening? It's Oh, it's like, I think that's all I said during the interview other than laughing. You okay, yeah. Adam? Yeah. <laughs> and it's totally like stream of consciousness. He's just saying oh. the words, whatever comes to mind. Amazing. And he's just killing it. He's just killing it. Oh, and it. in retrospect, Bean, would you want a serious interview mm-hmm. or an interview like this? Um, I, I didn't enjoy this as really? much as you did, Omar. I really did. Because you, you feel like it's so awkward and uncomfortable that people don't want to listen to that. But it sounds like I'm wrong. It sounds yeah. like you guys love awkward and uncomfortable. Absolutely. So he goes on in the interview and he talks about James Murphy from LCD Sound System breaking a refrigerator and owing him $100. Yes. It was a whole weird thing. Again, you guys have to download the podcast to get the full effect. All but right. here is Ad Rock's final words. Any final words? before we say goodbye, sir? Um, I don't know. What else do you... You know, I got a lot of other, you know, acting opportunities for me that I'm writing as we're discussing that I'd like to discuss with casting agents. Okay. Okay. So you know All what right. I'll do? I'll put them in a list. I'll email them to you and maybe you could just sort of read some of them on the air sometime. All right. <laughs> I like it. Well, I like it. Your, your list of demands. I like it very much. I have a lot of ideas for products. <laughs> Um, I have a lot of ideas for different sports franchises. So I'll get all that material to you, okay? All right. Okay. All right. We will look for that email. Adam, congratulations on the film. I hope our audience goes to see While We're Young. Nice to catch up with you. Thanks for the time. See you around. All right. (laughs) Oh, my God, man. And he hung up the phone and high-fived whoever was standing next to him and said, Nailed it! It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Beer mug. Good morning, everybody. How you feeling? 
Uh, my voice is back to normal. You almost. were pretty rough yesterday. A lot of people were weighing in with what's going on with mugs today. Some guy said I sounded like Billy Bob Thornton in <laughs> Sling Blade. Oh, I like you it. Did, a little bit. <laughs> well, one of the most anticipated films of the summer is the uh, Ant Man and the Wasp movie, which comes out everywhere next Friday. Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Pena, Walter Goggins, uh, Bobby Cannavale. The list goes on and on and on. And you got to do one of those fancy red carpet world premieres in Hollywood recently. How did it go? Yeah, they shut down uh, the entire Hollywood Boulevard area and um i mean there's media outlets from all over the world and um i think i did okay um we were put at the end of the line where they normally put us radio people right so you yeah, know a lot, a lot of times people won't stop in to talk to you but you don't you don't let that stop you from delivering here's mugs at the beginning of the ant-man and the wasp red carpet mirror let's see how far we get into the tape before he starts complaining about something what's going on you guys beer mug here at the world uh... What's up, you guys? Beer mug here at the world premiere of Ant-Man and the... What's up, you guys? Beer mug here. <laughs> I'm tired, dude. 5 a.m. What's up, you guys? Beer mug here at the world premiere of Ant-Man and the Wasp in Hollywood, California. <laughs> What's up, you guys? Beer mug here at the world premiere of Ant-Man and the Wasp in a press tent that's very hot. Uh, I hope I don't start sweating on all the celebrities that stop and talk to me. If they do, stop and talk in the first place. Okay. So Whoa, Muggs, that one was loaded. Like yeah. that Bugs is tired. Uh-huh. He's hot. Right. He's cranky. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't think anybody's going to stop and talk to him. So he's questioning his existence at this point. He's like, why am I even here? He hasn't done the first interview yet. And he's miserable. Just wanted to go home. All right, here's a little look into how horny Muggs is also that night on top of everything else. Oh, my God, Sean. Oh, my God. Are you seeing this girl in this Marvin the Martian midriff here? You know, Bugs Bunny used to be my favorite character, but now I might have to say it's Marvin the Martian, the midriff. He is uh, really... Is it a human? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very attractive female. Wearing a Marvin the Martian shirt mid-dress. Okay, all right. Uh-huh. I, yes. I thought it was someone dressed as Marvin the Martian. Oh, that too, that too. I saw one <laughs> oh, of those. Oh, sweet Jesus. I mean, you could practically... I'm surprised Bugs could talk with his tongue hanging out onto the ground during that clip. That's the horniest I've ever heard Bugs. Well, uh, the beautiful thing about these premieres is not only do the stars of the film show up, but other stars show up too. And you can imagine how happy Beer Mug was to see the great David Hasselhoff walk by. David, the Hoff loves to rock. I was too late. That came. To, he heard me, but that came to me. He should have been looking at me. I don't think you were pleased with mm. your delivery on that one. I don't think no. you brought it necessarily. I don't think he loves to rock anymore. It's uh. possible he doesn't. All right. Now, um, what are the uh, what are the the unsung heroes of these Marvel superhero movies? Are the stunt doubles, the yeah. stunt doubles, and the stunt woman for Evangeline Lilly is a beautiful young actress named Ingrid Kleinig. Although, although Muggs was excited to see her, it was a strangely sexual question, he asked her. What happens when you, when you go down? That's exactly why there's two of us. And when you have two units shooting simultaneously, we can't be in two places at once. <laughs> I mean, she oh, let that bro! slide, man. Wow, I didn't even catch that when I was interviewing oh, her. wow. Between going down in two units, I thought, wow. Shooting, shooting simultaneously. <laughs> Sign me up. Muggs is still pretty worked up for Marvin the Martian, I think. Wow. He is also, as he mentioned earlier, it's very hot and he's very thirsty. Wow. My mouth and my throat feel like the Sahara. 
The only time I didn't bring any liquid with me. I will drink the sweat coming off my forehead. That's how thirsty I am right okay, now. Okay, now why? I mean, why would you? How do you? Uh, <laughs> great news, you guys. David Hasselhoff is back on the red carpet. Roll off, roll off, roll off. Are there any rooms at the Marriott? <laughs> the Hoff loves to rock. I guess he doesn't love to rock anymore. <laughs> Ever since we turned him down for those Coachella tickets. Bugs is really just talking to himself at this point. All right, now here's an actual interesting person on the red carpet. Bugs is having a little trouble with access at Ant-Man, but Christoph Beck, who is a very acclaimed composer, he does the music for the Ant-Man movie. Did the last one as well. Uh, not the greatest question Muggs has ever asked. What's your main inspiration from, uh, I guess, uh, outside everyday environmental factors? How, well, what's your... Whoa. How do you sit down and go, oh, God, I have to be inspired, a, a score that's supposed to emotionally move people? You know, those... But, uh, wow. Uh, outside those, environmental I factors? I don't know <laughs> what I was asking there. Uh, neither did he. I think he kept on walking. Uh, how about Mich- Michelle Pfeiffer, you guys? Big star, oh, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Michelle Pfeiffer, ladies and gentlemen. Michelle. Uh, man. <laughs> All right. That's what he I think I froze, actually. <laughs> I'm um, so starstruck. Can I interest you in Academy Award winner uh, Michael Douglas? Yes, please. Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. There goes Michael. <laughs> Dr. Hank Pym. Uh-oh, he's yelling at somebody. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're not bringing us oh. in-depth interviews. Look, look, it's hard, man. They, they they just keep walking when they see us, you know? it's. Uh-huh. But do you feel like singing Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas <laughs> is going to bring him over? <laughs> it, it might. Okay, all right. How about Ant-Man himself, you guys? How about Paul Rudd, huh? Oh, yeah. This, this is going to be fun. There goes Paul. There goes Paul. Paul, 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 Paul. Paul, 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 Paul. P five for fall, Paul. You nope. are just nope. You're punch drunk. Oh, man, you, the, the, the heat in the tent was definitely starting to get to me. You need to get home and get some sleep. <laughs> now, eventually, Lily apparently looked fantastic on the red carpet mugs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and my horny, horny self couldn't couldn't contain myself. <laughs> well said. Well said. Evangeline, you're looking beautiful. I wish I could fit into that dress. <laughs> I made her smile and stick her tongue out at me. That means that was a great interview, I think. Okay, the bar has been oh, lowered. Wow. I'll tell you that. Oh, wow. That interview, by the way. What did you mean by, I wish I could fit in that dress? Let's just leave that up to your imagination. Well, because it sounds I, it like makes you, no sense. It sounds like you want to wear You want to wear the dress. With you her. weren't talking about getting in her in her dress. You were talking about how you wanted to be in the dress. Maybe I did. It, it maybe, sounded like. Maybe I did. All right, so here's what Muggs does when he realizes he's come up empty with the interviews is he just decides he's going to do his own interviews. He's just going to pretend because he had all these great questions planned out. He didn't get a chance to talk to the folks, so he's just going to do the interview as if they were in front of him. I got my cash sheet, and I'm going to conduct my own interviews and kind of act out how the interviews would have gone. Too, too many interviews. I said there were too many interviews during the time. I'm not focusing, Sean. I'm really f- tired. <laughs> I am really f- tired. Make sure you cut most of this out so Omar doesn't get a hold of it. We sure will. Okay? <laughs> Seriously, because these are bad. They are. All right, you guys, as you saw, most of the big stars of the movie walked right by us, and we weren't being... I'm trying to do a goddamn...
piece here and they're god damn it now he's yelling at the people who actually are working at their premiere who are doing their job because they're interfering with his fake job of doing interviews that didn't happen but he does try one more time hey it's paul rudd paul uh tell me what it was like uh playing ant-man it was cool oh thank you paul uh hey michael uh uh tell me what it was like uh, playing dr hank pym i'm michael douglas what does that mean? Hey, Michelle, I loved you in Scarface. What the f***? Uh, this is bad. Let's cut all this out. Nope. I just want to go home. <laughs> all right. Before Muggs goes home, he does his big finale, the sign-off from the Ant-Man and the Wasp red carpet premiere. Well, I think it was a success here at the Ant-Man and the Wasp world premiere. Yeah. Well, so there you have it. I think it was a pretty big success. I got all the big stars of the movie. Everybody. Everybody I talked to. I love this. He did love it. You can tell there was nothing but joy. <laughs> Going through Bugs' mind. Great job, Bugs. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Time for another look at what's happening. Here's Allie. Well, at this time on Fridays, we like to kind of get you guys into some of the music we're listening to on the show. It's a playlist that we have called That's My Jam. We have it linked to all of our um, social media, at Kevin and Bean. You can find that on Twitter and Facebook. Go ahead and follow the playlist. We update it every week with songs that we like. Might be a new song that just came out. Might be an old song that we're thinking about. But every one of us on the show picks a song. And this week, we've got Kevin with a song called We're Coming In by The Fever 333 That's aggressive. Kevin is just <laughs> drumming along in his car trying to make it to the gas station, right? <laughs> yes. Can't you see it? I can. Oh, all right. Re- remember when we had uh, Travis Barker in promoting mm-hmm. his, what's his uh, festival called, Chip? His little three-day uh, Music. He, yeah, Music. And that was one of the bands that he was most excited about seeing that he uh, has been championing this year a lot. But Fever 333, they're real good, yeah. Okay, Bean, you're up next. The English Beat <gasps> is a band that has been around for a long time. A classic K-Rock band, Mirror in the Bathroom, Tears of a Clown, uh, Save It for Later. They had so many great songs that we played a lot in the 80s. Believe it or not, they are still together, and they just came out with a new album. The English Beat are back. Uh, our friend Dave Winkley still singing lead for them, and I picked a song called How Can You Stand There. Now, there's not, there's not a lot lyrically going on with this song. But I'm telling you, I put this on, I listen to the album, and it's just fun to have this sound back in your life. It's just a, it's just a, a, a throwback to a wonderful time and a wonderful sound. Here's new English beat. That's just fun, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I think you'll like that one on the playlist. I dig it. Well, with 4th of July coming up, I thought, what gets you in the mood? So many 4th of July songs. You've got, you know, obviously, the Star Spangled Banner. You've got America the Beautiful. Maybe even Party in the USA. That all changed for me in the year 2014. When this 4th of July anthem hit our ear holes and our lives changed for the better. We're going to play as much as we can because I'm telling you, it is the anthem 
dare I say, of of the summer, let alone just Fourth of July. But let's throw it back to Rosa G. Incredible! It's the time of the year again. Mm-hmm. July Fourth is here. Yep. Let's start. Let's start. Love the 4th of July, love the 4th of July I do it up big on the 4th of July Love the 4th of July, love the 4th of July The neighborhood's grilling, chilling outside Can you feel it? It's that summer glory When I get to celebrate USA story Pern turn up and day's just starting I brought a picnic, this cheese is Havarti It's a holiday, our nation's birthday Red, white and blue all over the place It's so hot, I can't believe it A nice cold drink, you're gonna need it But I'm fresh, I'm looking real mean Blocking UV SPF 15 Paper plates with patriotic doodles Wave a tiny flag for my pool noodle Love the 4th of July, love the 4th of July I do it up big on the 4th of July Love the 4th of July, love the 4th of July See my soda on the mud 4th of July 4th, 4th, 4th of July 4th, 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 4th of July 4th, 4th, 4th of July 4th, 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 4th of July Friends crowd the grill. I know why. Burgers smell delicious. I can't pass by. I feel like we you can't take stop my it, bun. right? I'll take yours. Anyone know who brought this fruit skewers? Check my t-shirt. There's an eagle on it. I love the fourth. And you can bet on it. As my cousin. As my aunt. And my third cousin. He never fronts. Pledge allegiance to fun in the sun. I'm proud to be American. Love the 4th of July. Love the 4th of July. I do it up big on the 4th of July. Love the 4th of July. Love the 4th of July. Love the firework. Got me pipping hard. Love the sky. 4th, 4th, 4th of July. 4, 4, 4, 4, 4th of July 4, 4, 4th of July 4, 4, 4, 4th of July Can I just say, it's been a good day Real quick, shout to mama July 4th, is second to nada Walking home with an empanada 4, 4, 4th of July 4, 4, 4, 4, 4th of July 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, Cool. I mean, you're welcome, right? Rosa G, everybody. Rosa G is awesome. <sighs> Unfortunately, uh, you can't find that on our That's My Jam playlist because her music is not available there. <laughs> but the rest of the songs you can. That's My Jam. You can find it at Kevin and Bean on Twitter and Facebook. Just go ahead and follow new music every single week. But damn, if I'm not ready to have an empanada. Right? Sure. Who's yeah. with me? Good stuff. Some birthdays for you. Colin Hay, John Feldman, Colin Jost, Gary Busey, and Nicole Scherzinger. And that's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. DJ Omar Khan, you're back? I'm back. <laughs> Good Lord. Yay, me. <laughs> you're having a busy day today. <laughs> I am. Thanks, man. Jersey Shore update, uh, B-Team podcast update, and now we're going to talk about a superstar musician that yeah. you were lucky enough to be producing this week. Yeah. Um, I, why don't you give us the uh, give us the backstory on what happened? And I'm very excited. We're moments away from another world premiere superstar song. That's right, K Rock. That's right. So so Dave brought brought it to my attention that the resurgence of Toto's Africa. This is the song we're talking about. Now that's the. That's the OG. That's that's Toto's that's version, right? Right, right, right. That's okay. Toto's version. And a couple of weeks ago, Weezer covered it. So now you hear it all over K-Rock, mm-hmm. and you hear the original version on other radio stations. So mm-hmm. Dave was like, hey, 
we got to ha- have this guy. Uh-huh. This guy who can rock a, a version and cover Africa, and he will do it justice. So, uh-huh. so I went into my studio, and I was like, "Okay, I'm going to dedicate you know a couple of hours to this project." Okay, okay, and we're going to make a killer cover version of this song. Yeah, nothing hotter than Africa, right? With Sam, the Armenian comedian, Omar. I mean, look. I love Weezer, mm-hmm. but this version of Africa has brought them back in a big way. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a huge hit for them. So Sam, whose greatest musical achievements are far in the past at this point, it's been a lot of years since teenagers stopped spraying bullets at each other and Oh Mama, Oh Papa, and the, Sam's greatest hits. Maybe the, the magic of Africa could bring Sam back, too. Yep, absolutely. That's what we were thinking. I think Sam joins us on the phone right now. Armenian comedian, how are you? Oh my God, <laughs> Sam! Turn down your radio. You're you're on the phone with us. Oh my God! Oh, for the love of God, <laughs> Sam! Twenty five years we've been telling you turn down the radio, Sam! 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 Oh my God! Honestly! Oh my God! Really? All right, it's gonna catch up any any minute here. Sam, How are you? Oh, yes, everybody. Yes, turn the radio off. You can't listen to the radio while you're talking to us on the radio. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll go in the other room. Okay, oh, uh, Sam didn't know that until this. All right, so Dave calls you and says he wants you to record a version of Africa, the Toto song. What did you think? Africa. I was huh? born in Africa, Ethiopia, the Sababa, dude. Okay, all right, so it's appropriate. Okay, great. Did did you know yeah. the song, Sam? I've heard before, yes, mm-hmm. a lot, lot. Okay. I've heard all the oldies all the time. All right, and what did you think about the idea to have you record it? It was got mysterious ways it works, Kevin and Bean. And I was born in Africa. I no, said, you, you oh, that, yeah. yeah, this is mine. Okay. All right, Omar, pick it up. So what happened next? So he comes into the, the uh, studio just just stoned off his mind. Oh. Just, I've never seen Sam so stoned before, okay? Okay. And I have no patience for Sam when it comes down to recording mm-hmm. because it takes him forever. When, when Lightning recorded the Wing and Sam duet, the ACDC song, mm-hmm. I helped out for about five minutes and got sick of it and left the room. <gasps> oh, no. Okay? And Lightning sat down with Sam and gave him about two hours, and they recorded an, a great song. So, that is good. So I told myself this past Wednesday, I'm going to give myself two hours to record a killer version of this song. I have the original track track lay down and I have a karaoke bed right there mm-hmm. and we're going to take it phrase by phrase so we get everything right on time or as close to it as we can okay. then kind of dump it into the computer and then adjust it. Alright. Okay? okay. Easy. So we start recording the first phrase mm-hmm. and it goes fine. I'm thinking wow this is not going to take as long as I thought. Right. Then Sam starts throwing a fit. Oh no. He's like hey man I know the song. We could just do it in one take. Just giving me all kinds of attitude. Like, give me, like, 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 just crap for it. Like, what's oh. up with that, Sam? Hey, listen. I know the song. I I can do it, and I did it in one take. Didn't I or what? Tell me. Okay, well, we're going to world premiere it, Sam. And guys, um, you guys just let us know how far into the song we can get through. So this is, yes, Bean? 
I was just going to say, um, I don't think I like your attitude, Omar. You're a producer. He's an artist. Okay? Right? Right? He's oh an artist. You, you got to yield to the talent sometimes, You got to follow Omar. his lead a little bit. You know? All I right. didn't even think, that didn't even occur to me being, you, you know what? You are totally right. Sam, I am bad. Before we, before we hear your version of Africa, is there anything you want to tell us about how you were feeling while you were doing it and what the song now means to you? The song means a lot for the listeners and myself. It is great lyrics. So I said, Omar, I can take it in one recording, and we did it. Okay. So. All right. Here it is. Let's hit that world premiere. It's brand new music on K-Rock. I pressed the rain down in Africa. Gonna take some time to do the thing in Africa. Solitary company. I know that I must do what's Okay. Right. I think that's it's funny. I think that's. Uh, what song is Sam singing? Oh, I don't know, man. That's why I was so frustrated. Sam, you weren't anywhere near in time with the music. Okay. Oh, he's oh, listening to himself on the radio. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Sam! Sam! <laughs> just, all right, just oh. keep doing what you're doing, Sam. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, K-Rock. Come on, Allie, let's get Sam back on the phone. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like we've got Bob here. He's so good. He's hey, Bob so Saget. amazing. Hey, Bean. Hi, I mean, that's, that's the kind of talent you should be aspiring to in your career. Yeah. What the Armenian comedians got going on. It's 30 seconds of dead air listening to yourself on the radio. <laughs> and then they're yelling at him. I'm in the office outside while you guys are talking to him, and, and he's not listening. And, the, and then it's just... I don't know what song that was. He was. It was, well, it was supposed to be he. Africa, but apparently he didn't know either. It was Toto, but the dog. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, Bob Saget, how you been? I'm really good. I'm really good. Thanks thank for you, having me on. Thank you for filling in for me, essentially, at the Weenie Roast this uh, summer when uh, Kevin would go out on stage and do his onstage announcements when you were bringing on Blink 182. I wasn't there, but you played me, and I appreciate that very much. Did you have a good time that night? I actually did. I, I had, had a little bit of beer. I was with my fiance. Say Kelly and Allie, and oh. I was with Kevin. We hung out quite a bit because you know we're we're boyfriends. And uh, Allie, I, I don't know if you. I mean, you've talked about it. I know on the air, mm-hmm. but but you were you were nineteen sheets to the wind. You were. Oh, you're being nice. I, I've never seen you like <laughs> that. Yeah. But normally I see you in here. Sure. But but you were aggressively uh, uh, drunk. Here's the thing, and we, we've discussed this. I had said to Kevin, hey, I've had a couple drinks. You don't need me for the Blink-182 interview. And in Kevin's head, he's like, oh, no, I definitely do now. And I said, okay, then I'll stop drinking. And he goes, nope. I think you do the opposite. I'm like, all right, cool. I said to Bob when he came in, I said, oh, we'll have to play a little bit of the Blink-182 interview. And your response to that was what? Well, well, I was there. You were in the room, and, you had and I no had no recollection. No of it. recollection. 
and it was uh, it was pretty upsetting. It was it was that wonderful band, and I, I should be educated right now. The wonderful kid from Stranger Things and his band. Do you know the name? Oh, Dustin. Yes, he's such a a great, a beside, lovely young boy, lovely guy, mm-hmm. and an example, and and really good band. Actually, I've been listening to them. Oh wow, they're, they're a lot better than what you had on before I came on just now. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't wait thirty seconds, but. Um, uh, but you were you. I was, it was so great. you were in the room when she was trying to interview Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, we were taking pictures, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. I was in yeah. the lineup. You did not know I was there. We talked after it, and you were just going to my fiance and girl. You just better. Li- I don't know what you were doing. Wow. You were, you you might have been. I don't know. Girls trip. It, what? You were just. <laughs> You were in another. I'm just glad you weren't hanging from a, you know, something that could you could uh, do some kind of, uh, you know, that big urination. Scene. Right. Yes, I'm glad exactly. there were no grapefruits around. Right. Right. You, you so right. <laughs> let me play the. Uh, let me play the question though, because I mean, the whole interview was great. But here's the question we most enjoyed. Mm-hmm. We think Allie was trying to ask Blink 182 something. But also, you guys are posting videos like, oh, we're rehearsing for the weenie roast, and we're like. Damn weenie roast! Mm-hmm. You guys are Blink One Eighty Two. What are you doing? Like, but then it occurred to us. Oh, I guess bands really rehearse for different festivals and different situations. Which we just thought, okay, you do the same old thing every time. Now, there was no question there, right? There Bob? was no, no question. There was no question, and she was mesmerized that bands rehearse it, for different. <laughs> I mean, that Blink One Eighty Two had to do a festival in front of a huge audience. Yeah, and yeah. you you like. Basically saying it was kind of like God bless Chris Farley when he mm-hmm. would interview you know Paul McCartney. Right. Remember when you right. were in the Beatles? Remember that? And, that they, and Paul awesome. would go, "Yeah," and he go, "Yeah." Right. And then he go, "I'm so stupid. Why did I ask that?" You <laughs> left off. The, I'm so stupid. Part. It, I mean, it's inferred. But here's the thing, Bob. You are, you are good friends with Kevin. You've hung out with him. I, I'm, I'm in love with him. One Absolutely. day he's going to wear pants. I oh. think he's going to do mm. it. One day. But it, what we did was we took my question and then one of Kevin's questions questions that made no sense years ago about UFOs, a terrorist situation, and we mashed them, and we soon realized we're the same person when we drink. It's weird to see people jump from, I'm not positive what the answer is. But also, you guys are posting videos like, oh, we're rehearsing for the weenie roast, and we're like... Uh, it must be, you know, infallible word of God. <laughs> you guys are Blink-182. Or, you know, uh, and terrorists. What are you doing? Like, uh, but then it occurred to us... You know, situations or UFOs. Oh, I guess bands really rehearse for different festivals and different... It's unidentified. ...situations, <laughs> which we just thought, okay, you do... It must be alien. You go, no. The same old thing every time. It's just maybe a, a question that we'll never know the answer to. And I think the message to the kids out there is don't grow up like this. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but it was oh. interesting. There, there is no... And, you, and Kevin really stumbled. You could hear the, the slur there. Mm-hmm. He uh, wasn't yeah. drunk, by the way. Yeah, that, that was, that was on better. the air. That was actually yeah. on the radio. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, uh, this morning tired. Yes. <laughs> Bob Saget is here. He's got a bunch of shows coming up in Southern California this summer, including Friday and Saturday, July 13th and 14th. You're going to be at the Irvine Improv. Tickets are on sale at improv.com. And then you're going out to Oxnard Levity in August. Tickets on sale at the same uh, OxnardLevityLive.com. You're working out new material this summer, Bob? Yeah, I've got to do it. And you can't, uh, you really can't go into theaters because I, I had a big theater tour by a month, six months ago. And, and you just can't 
people are paying hard ticket prices and you can't just riff and, and get your mind together and what subjects you want to talk about. And it's so hard right now to find things that are funny that aren't going to offend uh people in the audience that have right. different points of view. So I'm trying to just do the humane comedic tour, which means I'll probably be talking about my wiener quite a bit. But Excellent. It's but, so funny you should say that because, you know, we always talk about how this is the golden age of Netflix comedy. I mean, it used to be that you there were comedy specials everywhere. Now Netflix buys them all, yes. which is great for us, the viewer. But you're so right that Trump seeps into everything. Yeah. Like, I just watched the Jim Jeffries special this week. There's a bunch of Trump. W. Kamau, spe- uh, w., uh, uh, Kamau Bell's special. There's a bunch of Trump in there. Yeah. I mean, it's, hot. it's, well, on, the, every, it's the la- on everybody's mind. Well, I the last one I did, and you guys are so kind to help me promote it, was uh, uh, Zero to Sixty, which did really well on Amazon Prime. And then, of course, it goes everywhere, iTunes and all those places. But that thing was kind of evergreen. I just wanted to talk about relationships and about life and about how we should treat each other. And then once you get sincere, for me, uh, the longer I've done this, which is like 40 years, oh, my grandmother, I'm 110, but but (laughs) I'm a zombie. But but the longer you do it, you want it to be able to be where you turn on HBO or Netflix or wherever you're getting your special, and you can watch it anytime, and it's it hasn't passed. Nothing wrong not. with that. Right. Yeah, because you want to see something the minute it's happening when it's something severe, you know, mm-hmm. if we go through something gigantic. But there's so many heinous things happening right now. I just want to not take people's minds off of it, but just take them down a different path. And, you know, I've always I've been a crowd pleaser, as you know, from that, that five-minute fill of Blink-182, <laughs> that intro where I could have been drunk, but I wasn't. Um <laughs> Where Kevin and I had to do that, but I love riffing, and mm-hmm. and riffing doesn't always include uh, bashing or being angry at the news, and it's it's not the news; it's being angry at what's happening to humanity and yeah. Yeah. how we have a fuse on anger that's been lit. That I I just love, and these are big rooms, so that uh, they're local rooms, the the Irvine Improv and the Oxnard Levity, and they're five hundred seat rooms. So you're kind of doing a show. You you are doing. I'm damn doing a show. I've got to entertain the people. Mm-hmm. That's what they deserve, but. It's just uh, a lot better than what I'm saying right now. Because, see, this is the same. Well, you're not selling tickets right now, I'll tell you that. No, this is. Okay, let me talk about what what happens when you accidentally sit on your wiener in the toilet. Um, Bob Saget (laughs) at the Irvine Improv, July 13 and 14, Oxnard Levity Live, August 10th and 11th. Quick break, more with Bob right after this on K Rock. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Our friend Bob Saget is today with us right now. Don't forget you can request any song you like that you've ever heard on K-Rock just after 9 a.m. as we keep it 100. What's your all-time favorite K-Rock song, Bob? Do you have you, one? Uh, right before I came on, you guys played it. That, that was that. Africa by the Armenian Comedian, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we'll qualify you for another chance to go to Lollapalooza in Chicago, also happening at 9 a.m. By I the think, way... I think you did play it earlier. Their Nirvana song that you played uh, right before. Well, and it's your favorite. You love Nirvana. I do. I do, did, lo- I do love you, a lot. Did you ever meet Kurt? Uh, no, I did not. Because you meet all the famous people. I do know people, but I but I think it was best to stay away from him so he could at least live longer. 
<laughs> Do you get starstruck, Bob? As big a star as you are and as many famous people as you know. Are well, that was people... really nice. Can I have a recording of that? No, but I'm serious because, you know, we we talked to, like, Dave Grohl. Speaking of Nirvana, we talked to, like, Dave Grohl. And he'll never get over being starstruck about being friends with Paul McCartney, for instance. Because no, matter, don't who blame you, him, yeah. no matter who you are, he's still Paul McCartney. Yeah. Are there people that you encounter in your life that you just can't believe you know because you love them so much or idolize them so much? There are a few people. I mean, uh, Norman Lee who's 95, who's going to be 96 soon, is wow. the guy that started all in the family and all the shows that we loved for 10 years. And he's just a, a, a genius, and he's one of the kindest, smartest people I know. So I, I just love my friendship with him. And yesterday, I, I'm... I'm I've been working for Kevin Bright uh, on this documentary as a, a, a doc, uh, director, producer for Bob Martin Mull, who I always loved, who a lot of listeners oh, yeah. might not know. But the reason I do comedy music in my shows is because I was 17 and saw Martin Mull. And so I've been hanging out with Martin, who I just... That's awesome. I, I love him. And then uh, Steve Martin came over and interviewed him, and they, they jammed together yesterday. So I was interviewing Steve Martin, who is one of my idols. I mean, you know, he's kind of a, a Mount Rushmore of, of, of comedy. Have you seen his uh, special with Marty Short? It now? was hilarious. And Wasn't I, and it I, one of the funniest things you've ever seen? It was pure entertainment. It was pure friendship. And that's what, that is exactly what I aspired to do and enjoy doing, which is bring people together with just entertaining them. And mm-hmm. and there and everybody in that room, no matter what you believe in, you're having a, a blast. And Marty, of course, is the upstaging king. You know, he's he's coming out. He's all over the place. He's so funny. He's, I can't believe those guys are in their mid sixties, by the way. And I feel like they're they're be- they're doing the best work of their lives right now. Yeah, I think they might even be a, a, an inch older. Uh, wow, which makes me feel better because I'm uh, sixty two. Yeah, exactly. But. but um, uh, but also, it's just an Eric Idol I got to hang out with and who I've become friends with. And I just, I'm a huge Eric Idol fan, but I'm a huge Python fan. And it's just, you know, it's that is one of the nice things. When, and they're, when they're good people, when someone says to me, you know, I always used to be people go, oh, is oh, that, that person, are they nice? And it's like, I don't care if they're nice. Are they, are they mm-hmm. talented? But now when, we're in a world now where you really do want to know if somebody's nice. Amen. You know, did they, touch sure. on, did they touch around your lower parts or not? <laughs> um, how can you help Allie meet Mel Brooks? That's all she wants in the world. It's all... I, I want to have you can soup get any... and watch Jeopardy and just hang he out with Mel He doesn't want Brooks. soup. He's going to make a grab. You better start drinking now. He is uh, he's a feisty devil. He really? is hilarious, and he is. If you watch every one of his movies, there's there's a big busted lady in right. all of his historic films. <laughs> right. No, he is a very sexual man, and he didn't touch me because I wasn't. Allie, are you up for it? I mean, I'll take one for the team. Well, yeah. you, obviously, you were interviewing Blink. Didn't know I was there. You're going to let Mel <laughs> yeah, Brooks have it. his yeah. way. <laughs> do you know? Gonna... Do you know Bell Brooks, Bob? Yes, I do. I I met him. Um, through uh, Norman Lear, but I okay. had met him years ago. I was on Broadway on a show, uh, and he wanted me to, he said, do you want to be in uh, Young Frankenstein? I said, Mel, I can't dance, I'll die. And he goes, sit down. And I spent four hours with him in a, wow. in a wonderful place uh, near Broadway. Uh, and, and he actually <laughs> came up to me at at a Norman Lear's uh, movie premiere called Just Another Version of You, which I recommend everybody to see. It's about just being a... And we're all the same, basically. It's a human kind of thing. And Mel Brooks grabs you by the head and goes, I'm the only one that likes you. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and well, he's, look, he's adorable. Oh, if you him. ever get the opportunity in any way yeah. to get Allie in a room with Mel Brooks, you please keep her in so mind. Much. Well, I'm going to play the Blink interview, and he'll go. Oh, that'll do it. That girl, right. that girl will do anything I want. <laughs> Speaking of uh, comedy legends, and you just named a whole mouthful of them there. You were at a premiere this week of the new Robin Williams documentary. Yeah, two nights ago. I went and to you that. guys, for folks who don't know, were very close. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. When I see Billy Crystal's relationship, I wasn't very close. But I, but I was close with him, and not to contradict or be a bitch boy. But um, Billy and he had a, a friendship because to keep up with Robin and to be that close with him, Billy was the one. And and Bobcat Goldthwait yeah, and Rick, Bobcat, yeah, yeah, and and put and he was in a movie recently. It was last movie, I believe, is Bobcats. It was not premiere next week, and uh, it was just gut-wrenching, heart-wrenching, sad, um, all the stuff that came upon Robin's um, life and led to his his demise, but you couldn't help but watch, wow, what a meteor, what a and what a good person. My closest with him was being 21 years old at the comedy store, and he came over to me, and he was just like, whoa, you're really fast. Oh, your mother's going to be your father's pokey, and I had an esoteric <laughs> act. My act meant nothing. I live in a moped, you know, things like that. And he would go, oh, that's, that's funny, that's funny. And then I would hang out with him, and then all of a sudden I was hanging out with him and Richard Pryor and Sam Kennison came to town and I was in my early 20s and I would spend time alone with them sometimes we'd be at a comedy store or the improv and we'd be in a back room and he was also I always do as you know these scleroderma research foundation benefits because I mm -hmm. lost a sister to it and Robin did the very first benefit and then did seven more after that oh so he did it over a 25 year period and he would always just show up what do you need chief what can I do mm. and then you think about and you think about him as a person and and we would always play it's always nine year olds playing and that's what he and Billy really really had the closest relationship that i could say but then when i i was watching some clip on the news uh, or wasn't the news it was like e-channel <laughs> the news that's the news for bob though <laughs> i was watching news on the Viewmaster, and he and, and robin i just saw all these pictures of every 10 years or every five years another picture of me and robin and and then all the fun times that came with that and how playful he was and yet what a talented actor and how unfortunate and how many well, did you, people that's lost what I was gonna, that's such what I was gonna a great ask is, man. Did you ever know about any of the sadness that was going on in his life? Well, I knew he, I mean, he told everybody, if you were listening, make the voices stop, you know. Um, he was, um, had a mind that had so much in it that had a capacity for a, a voracious appetite for all information, all things comedy, all the, anything referenced. He was like a satellite dish, you know, and, and yet he was able to, he was using his entire facility. He was able to spout it out and be uh, hilarious at times. And, and the brilliance was often the quickness, how he would go into just a character and all of a sudden he's, you know, an Irish, you know, leprechaun. And then that two seconds oh, it was, later... It was dizzying to watch him as a talk show guest, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and I'd been on stage with him a couple of times. Try that. You know, it, it was it was a miracle. You know, you're, he's upstaging no matter what, he's going to get focused. I mean, he's Robin. And and then he would always apologize. I, I'm stinking, aren't I? And I went, no, you've got some hair on you. Well, I try shaving and it doesn't work, you know. Uh, but, but he was a love, a love. And we all love him. I mean... Mm -hmm. The coolest thing 
that I'll always remember, and it's not a personal thing, it's what everybody else shares, is uh, during 9-11, all the stations ran the footage all the time, kind of like how we're living in the news now. That's all you could find. And Fox Television, not news, I don't know if there was Fox News then, it was quite a gentler time, Uh, (laughs) 9-11. So, sorry, I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian, what am I going to do? That's how I deal with it. So, but he, they ran Mrs. Doubtfire. Channel 11 here in L.A. ran Mrs. Doubtfire, and I just sucked it up. Yeah. And and I've never appreciated drive-by fruiting more. And, <laughs> and I just went, this is what comedians are supposed to do. This is what comedic actors uh, do that is a huge service. Heal us during hard times. Yeah. It, it that's, really, that's a beautiful tribute. And I didn't even want, exactly, uh, well, not that I'm giving one, but that that they put him on during that yeah. catastrophe. And that's why I can't get away from comedy right now. I was like, okay, I'm I'm directing now. I'm gonna, I'm doing a new show thing. I'm working on stuff. I got to do some stand up and I'm talking to not to name drop but Steve Martin. <laughs> Hold on, I have an anvil I'm going to drop on the ground. But 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 he's out with Marty and they're going on tour right now mm-hmm. because the Netflix thing was such a hit. And then you want you wonder, "Hey, what do I do? Do I do my material from the special?" And people want it. So half the people want some new stuff which they'll do because they're both geniuses. Mm-hmm. And but then it's going to be so eaten up because you you get to bring people out i was talking to norman lear about it the name drop drop <laughs> is there, anything else you can do you have a drop sound you have a, any kind of dropping seriously just a, so i'm on the phone with bruce springsteen and i say it's that kind of thing actually did go see him backstage okay. was, of course so anyway, did, Bob. but it was just for my daughters and and because i worship him <laughs> but what happened right. well anyway the, the the point of it is i said to norman lear it's amazing to be able to entertain people and take them out of their lives. And he, like Obi-Wan Kenobi, said, ah, you're actually bringing them into their lives. You're you're having a collective experience with thousands of people, and you're all, they're all having this human shared experience that is, they're all laughing together, and they could all have different beliefs. So you're bringing them into, you're not giving them a distraction from the world. You're You're celebrating together. Yourself. It just got uh, just got deep in here. Wow. Yeah, I heard that once that? from a woman when we broke up. Okay. What? Hey, Bob. What? Uh, you're very chatty today, I and I love that. I, don't apologize. We're happy to have you. Will you stick around? Oh, please don't make me leave. Okay. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bob Show with Allie McKay. <laughs> all right, Bob Saget. We're doing a feature here called Keep It 100. You know what this is all about? I do now, yeah. All right, let's play the theme song. I gotta keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. I keep it 100. Keeping it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. I'm gonna keep it 100. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. You get to text us any song you've ever heard on K-Rock. If we still have it, we'll play it. Here's what we just missed, you guys. Texter number 99 was Eric. He wanted, oh, great song, Vampire Weekend A-Punk. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Texter 101, Real Big Fish doing sellout. Sorry, Katie and Irvine, maybe another day. But Texter 100 is our man Andrew, who joins us on the phone right now. I'm not sure what city. Where uh, Andrew's Huntington Beach. Andrew, how are you, dude? Good. How are you? Well, first of all, when you texted in, you had no idea you would be on the air talking to the great Bob Saget. Didn't Hello, you? sir. Hey, Bob. I saw you in Brea a few years ago. Oh, that and they that's that's nice. I remember. 
<laughs> Why has it been a few years since you went to see Bob? He plays at least a couple times a year. Well, Bray, I'm like a once a year, once every two years. They just built a 500-seater there. They're just putting comedy everywhere. How was, how was the show, Andrew? Oh, it was great. I, what, especially all the singing at the end. There was a lot of singing and guitars. Yeah, I love comedy music, so yeah, I, I do that. Sure. That was all dedicated just to you. Well, it's nice That's that we nice. have a Bob Saget fan here on Keep It 100. All right, Andrew, what's uh, your story? You work today? Have you already knocked off for the holiday weekend? I've pretty much already knocked off for the holiday weekend. Well okay. Done. So you work at a pot dispensary? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's what I love, Andrew, is that we, in our minds, were thinking, oh, man, so many people are going to be off today and this weekend and the next week because of the Fourth of July holiday. We're going to have a barn burner. We are really going to blow this mother out with this song for Keep It 100 Day. I can't believe how much of a party this is going to be. And you decided to choose what song for us? Crash Test Dummies. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> That's my favorite song. I'm walking down the aisle to that. Oh, How's yeah? that one go, Bob? Do you remember? Yes. Once there was a boy who couldn't go and change with the girls in the change room. And then sure they finally made spots all over her body. <laughs> couldn't yeah. quite explain. I'll stop whenever. Yeah, <laughs> I think now's a good time. All right. So here it is on a Friday holiday weekend. Weekend, you guys. Andrew, wow. he is texting us in from Huntington Beach for the Crash Test Dubbies on K-Rock. Thanks for listening, Andrew. We'll talk to you again. Once there was this kid who got into an accident and caught and come to school, but when he finally came back, his hair I turned from black into bright white. Partay, right, you guys? Woo! I mean, woo, slow down. That... Andrew from Huntington Beach, that's <laughs> Keep It 100. That's a dirge. It is. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, that song, Allie, came out when? That is mid-90s, maybe even earlier, so I'm going 94. Birthmarks all over her body. What do you say, Bob? What year was Crash Test Dummies big with? Mm-mm-mm? I I would uh, I'd go ninety six. Allie's closest. It came out on October first, nineteen ninety three. It was a number one record in Australia, Germany, Iceland. It was top five here in the United States from the Crash Test Dummies, and I think you'll appreciate this. It has been on many worst songs of all time list, including number fifteen on VH1's fifty most <laughs> awesomely bad songs ever. Rolling Stone named it the fifteenth most annoying song in the world, and it was at number thirty one on the Blender list of the fifty worst songs ever. Excellent. So, oh my God! Sense. But is VH1 even valid anymore? No, probably <laughs> no. not. Crash Test Dummies. Um, yeah, VH1 is still around. Yeah, it, it is around. But if you're bashing songs on VH1, are you actually, because you're VH1 in today's society, doing something positive for the song? That's a good point. See what you did. So thank you for that. Uh, we'll definitely do another Keep It 100 next time on the Kevin Bean Show. All right, Bob, we got to say goodbye to you now, my friend. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Love coming in and uh, all my best. Yeah, improv.com for Bob's shows mid-July at the Irvine Improv. And you go to oxnard.levitylive.com for the shows in August down there. We'll see you soon. Thanks. I'll be singing that song. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Friday. Day. Here's Allie with our final What's Happening for the Week. Well, look who's in the room with us. Hi. 
It's Kat Corbett. Can I just say that your eyebrows look amazing? Well, thank you so much. Really? I really appreciate that. Oh, uh, Allie went through the whole car wash this week, man. She is in good shape. She is <laughs> She is shiny. It's true. And spiffy. I got She got the, it all done. I got the wax. Oh. I got the, uh, the nails. Did you get the, your wheels shined? Absolutely. Tomorrow is the hair. I mean, it is going to be a whole new me. She got her leather softened. I mean, Thank she's you. in good Thank shape. You. I love yep. it. I love it. I smell like a Christmas tree. You do, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Allie, um, I just had my uh, my 10th visit. Do I get an 11th one for free? How <laughs> dare you? It's not like a punch card. Although That's could, what I thought. I mean, it could be. Sure. Let's be honest. Uh, Dave handed me this. Uh, breaking news that we all knew was going to happen anyway, but I enjoyed him handing it to me like it was indeed breaking news. And now, breaking news, boom. LeBron James. And now, a breaking news bulletin. LeBron, okay. All right. LeBron James will not pick up the player option on the final year of his contract with the Cavaliers. He is becoming an unrestricted free agent. This is according to ESPN and multiple reports. That's uh, that's loud, wicked loud. Okay. So is this? So this is, in other words, this is the first step toward making him possibly available for another team, aka the Los Angeles Lakers. Exactly. Yeah. He had until midnight uh, tonight to inform the Cavs of his intentions. This is like the. uh, I think we should see other people kind of talk. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I mean, no one's ever said that to me. Me. To me, neither. On a post-it note. Or a text. (laughs) So sad. It's all so very sad. And in case we didn't love sweet, sweet Brendan Yuri enough, he tweeted this out from the Panic at the Disco Twitter. All of you show me strength, courage, and motivation. And as a result, it felt important to create something to show you that I see the wonderful things you're doing out there in the world. With that being said, I want to join in on the fight for those who cannot fight for themselves. And then the next tweet was the announcement of him launching a human rights organization called Highest Hopes Foundation. He said yesterday that the nonprofit is going to support communities subject to discrimination or abuse on the basis of gender, race, religion, sexual orientation, and gender identity. And Panic at the Disco is going to allocate some money from each ticket of the U.S. tour dates for Pray for the Wicked to go wow. to this organization. You need more of that. He's uh, he's just good. Yeah. He's just good. Hey, and, Kat, Yeah. <clears throat> have you heard the new version of Africa? Oh, Another one? Oh, oh yeah. God help me. Do you ha- can you pull it up, Chip? Is that possible? Yep, here it is. So, um, you know, Weezer had their big comeback. We were talking earlier today. How about... They uh, did? I haven't heard it. No? Well, no. Here's, here's the thing, though, is that it's the most successful Weezer single in years. It's unbelievable, Which is crazy right? to me because they con- <laughs> continue to make great music, but for whatever reason, they haven't been able to get anything going on the charts until they're Toto Africa. So now everybody's doing it, and another great musical artist decided to tackle... Uh, Toto's Africa, and we played a little bit of it here this morning. I think you'll enjoy it. I blessed the rain down Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Yep. Gonna take some time to do this. Why do you guys hate your listeners? Why? <laughs> like, that is like what nightmares are made of. He's, uh... <sighs> 
still got it, doesn't he? Sounds like he's changed in a basement somewhere. I wish he was. I will tell you this, Kat. I I do not like having Sam the Armenian comedian on. It's uncomfortable. When I would listen to the show for, you know, 28 years and you would hear him, I would change the station. Mm-hmm. I tune out during those segments. I'm with you. You it don't have to me. Yeah. Until this morning. <laughs> I'm telling you. Between him listening to himself on the radio, so we're yelling at him to do the phone interview, but he's too busy listening to the intro of him on the phone. And then we play the song. We then get his reaction after, but he's again too busy listening to himself oh with God. the delay that we couldn't get a hold of. It was Magic. It was everything you love about Sam all in one little interview. I'll if tell that's you. on my playlist, I quit. That, I'm just telling you right now. If I well, like show up and roll up right? on the 10 o'clock hour and Sam's that, on there. That makes me sad because we are going to leave it for you in case you <laughs> wanted to play it this weekend or something. But uh, yeah, so that is uh, that was Brandon. That was a world uh, premiere. That's a K-Rock exclusive, you guys, right there this morning on the Kevin Beach. Oh, I'm sorry, Allie. Back to you. It's okay. Um, new releases today. Gorillas, The Now Now, Florence and the Machine, High as Hope, and Drake Scorpion. We're not going to play the clip, but I will tell you this. We played it earlier. One of his new songs, March 14. He basically told us all about the kid he has. Let me tell you this line. Yesterday morning was crazy. I had to come to terms with the fact that it's not a maybe. That S is in stone, sealed and signed. She's not my lover like Billie Jean, but the kid is mine. Oh, (gasps) snap. Snap. And then he talks about how they only met twice and it can happen you know once his mom used to tell me all it takes was one time and all it took was one time yes drake that's how sex happens Mm -hmm. and babies are born then in another song called emotionless he references his son saying i wasn't hiding my kid from the world i was hiding the world from my kid i can't i so he should have listened to his mama is what I'm he should saying, have done. I'm saying, if your mom's... T- like, my mom used to say, just so you know, you can still get pregnant in a jacuzzi. And I was like, all right. My mom was didn't talk about sex. Oh, it didn't then, exist. Then my mom said, but you know what? <laughs> Can't get pregnant in the poop shoot. And I was like, you're right, Maureen. <laughs> okay. No? Too much? Why don't have that conversation with your mom? I'm just... All right. Kat, you're here. What's <gasps> going on in L.A.? I can't even deal right now. <laughs> Almost, Jeff. Almost. Oh my God. What's uh, what's happening this weekend? I can't even. Oh my God. My Catholic upbringing is just cringing right now. Thanks, Allie. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna blast through a couple of these things. Uh, first of all, uh, who doesn't love the movie Jaws? You go inside the cage. Cage goes in the water. You go in the water. Mm-hmm. Sharks in the water. Yep. Our shark. Farewell yeah. and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. Farewell and adieu to you ladies of Spain. Cat, we're on the air right What's now. What's happening? We're- Seriously, <laughs> what is Quince. happening? I'm doing my best, Quince. You, uh, Come Allie on, with, people. Allie with the butt stuff it's and a- you s- singing songs from the <laughs> 70s. Come on. <laughs> Jaws uh, what is a, up what in, about Jaws? It's up in 35 millimeter at the Egyptian on Sunday, and that is pretty special. Oh, it's going to be amazing. It is going to be amazing. They're going to need a bigger theater. They are, right? Because what I did. I, did, I saw that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, was so, that Richard Blade that just it was. said that? It's going to be a potty. You oh. know what? Richard Blade is spinning tonight at the LA Zoo's Roaring Nights. <gasps> 80s. Where you're neon. Consider it a date, baby. Oh, my God. It's going to be hot. 
I is. love him so much. <laughs> I love little girls. What? All right. Well, oh, hey, I mean, that's awkward. That took a turn. You. Um, yeah, so Roaring Nights at the LA Zoo tonight. Food trucks and 80s music and Richard Blade spinning and there's a silent disco. I don't know. Maybe I'll see you there. Okay. Maybe I will. Just saying. Let's get to the big news on Monday. Mm-hmm. We have to hope that Mexico beats Brazil. Obviously. Well, obviously for many reasons. But um, Bud Light is offering free beer to all Californians if this happens. What? Because of the curse of the fifth game. So oh, if they right. break it on Monday, it's it's just going to be amazing. A flow of Bud Light all over California. So, so the curse is is game five is where they habitually become eliminated in the World Cup. Yes. Yeah. So and they get over that hump. Now they're in business. And I don't know how we're going to get this free beer. Maybe they'll like airdrop it. You know, like those airplanes that drop, you know, the water on fires. I have no yeah. idea how we're all going to get the beer. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to figure out the logistics of that as well. I mean, it's a great idea if they can pull it off, though. All right. Well, let's just hope Mexico wins on Monday. I hope they do, and I hope no one ever says "dilly dilly" again, <laughs> ever in life. You're fine. Just You're fine F- with leaving that one behind. That. Yeah. Some birthdays for you, Nicole Scherz. What? Gary Busey, Colin Jost, John Feldman, Feldy, and Colin Hay, and that's what's happening. Thank you, Allie. Thank you, Bean. Thank you, Cat. Thank you, Bean. Thank you, Chip. Thank you, John Boy. Thank you, Allie. Thanks, Beer Mug. Hey, on your drive Thanks, home Christine. today at 5 p.m. Thanks, Omar. Listen to Stranger's so much, Dave. Free for All. It is a random act of helpfulness from these SoCal helpful Honda dealers. I don't know if you can tell or not. We're pretty ready for this weekend. Oh, my yeah. God. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Shout out to my real Africans out here. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Maybe you'll thank me for this. Oh. It was perfectly fine. Yeah. History will judge and condemn those who are responsible for this atrocity and those who helped them. Did it go well? No. Get to bed. Get out. So did get I do out. something wrong? Get out. Get out. Get out. Both get out. Get both of you. Now? Yeah, get out. Get out. Get out. I guess we have to go. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Thanks for watching. And remember, don't be racist. It's Kevin and Bean. KU Rock KROQ. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.